never worried that you might be the cool kid You wear the latest fashions on top of all the trends Or have you ever worried you were too much in the mainstream Always so generic, more normal than your friends Well, we've devised a test to put to rest your fears There's no need to panic if you lend us your ears Tonight you can't sleep easy after all that you've heard Cause if you like the show, then you're probably a nerd Oh, Ken, it's Ken, it's all To the latest episode of the It's Canon podcast. That's right, we are back to two episodes a week because we want to give you the most content, the most up to date content, and everything geek. This is the It's Canon podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things everything. We talk about all things comics, all things movies, all things toys, all things video games, all things books, all things everything. And you know what the best part of it all is, Phil? I'm hearing on some corner of the internet that apparently it's all in canon. That's right. It is all in canon. As always, I am your host. I'm Boris. And this week, this episode, we only have one other guest, one other host, one other person. That's Phil. I almost didn't qualify as a person there. Almost. I, I heard I, the hesitation. I, you, you, you heard the hesitation for a reason. That's because it's midweek. <laughs> I'm sober. I'm doing good. How's your week going? You know what? All right. I got good news, personal news today. So I was happy that uh, I've been battling some uh, a personal injury. And apparently it's looking on the up and up. So I'm a happy guy. I had to take some time off and go see a doctor and it was all a great big pandemic fun day oh there you go <laughs> well congrats on that news i'm happy to hear um you know it's, it's fantastic and that's that um yeah what have you been watching on the nerd front midweek i know we're going to talk about this on sunday on the next episode but let's vamp for a little bit yeah uh, i've been you know what? I caught up on the boys. Oh finally, yeah, you did. Finally finished. Um, for those who don't know, I actually baked out of the first season after like two episodes. So all this buzz and hype, I sat down, I watched all of season one last week and then all of season two on the weekend. And I got through that. So that was very enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, I, once it, it hit its rhythm with me, I was quite all right with it. Uh, all my objections from season one kind of dissipated. Well, you kind of mentioned this on Sunday. And one of the things about um, a TV show like that is that, you know, you're literally just thrown into this new world. This, you know, for lack of a better term, brave new world. Um, and, you know, with, <laughs> with, with, with established characters, established people, established heroes, established villains... And it's sometimes really hard for you to get, you know, learn everything, learn the good guys, learn the bad guys, learn their backgrounds, you know, care for anyone. You know, it takes a little while for you to actually care about characters. And even, I'll, I'll be honest, the first time I watched the show, I was a little iffy on it. Um, you know, the main character, Huey, did not give a shit about him for the longest time. Um, you know, the 
saving grace for the longest time in that show was The Butcher and Homelander. And while they are still probably the best characters in the show, a lot of the other characters like Starlight, like Huey, like Mother's Milk, like Frenchie have really grown on me huge. So, you know, to the point where as... All of our listeners probably know, like, I rant and rave about this show. As you know, I rant and rave about the show because it's just so good. I love the world. One thing I really appreciate about the boys' TV show is that it's the same in concepts, the same in the, it's the same world, but it's different enough from the comic book that I really enjoy the TV show for what it is, you know? Um, I know a lot of people complain when the show is very different from the comic. Um, I know a lot of people's number one complaint about The Walking Dead was that. But I'm a fan of seeing something different. It doesn't have to be, it, you know, panel for panel, the exact same thing that you saw in books versus what you're seeing on TV. That's just, for me, that's just not enjoyable. That's not fun. So the way that The Walking Dead, and mainly... Namely, The Boys has been translated onto TV. You know, I'm just on board with it, and I can't wait for, uh, um, you know, the third season for whenever that season is. three. Yeah, yeah, probably next year. Now, yeah, I found I found that that's a very good capture of of the problems that I was having with it. Um, not only did I not read the comic or really know of its, its existence, I'm I'm glad that it's different though, because everything that I've seen out of people comparing it and reading and whatnot is the fact that it's not the same. So I think that's great. And it gives them a lot to draw from and c construct a story in that universe. Um, that's going to be even more compelling uh, or made for TV, I guess. Yep. I just found the violence and whatnot was very over the top and it was really difficult to warm up to. And I'm not a guy who's going to sit here and say, Oh, I'm not watching that because it's violent. I just found it was shockingly over the top violent. Yeah. And I know why it was done that way, but it had the opposite effect on me. Yeah, that, that where I was like, "Oh, I'm not sure about the show because if I'm going to be sick every episode because it's so gory, yeah, and it's so detailed, it's just not worth trying to learn." And you're right, new superheroes, and then I'm trying to equate in my mind who each person is in a DC or a Marvel universe. Yeah. And it's just really confusing because they're obviously knowing that people are doing that and they're trying to play on that a little bit and play with that. A thousand percent. So it's like, know. yeah, yeah, it's like Stormfront came on and I know, you know, I thought Storm from X-Men and it was a total misleader. Like yeah. it was way more literal than that. So it literally was. And I love the fact that if our listeners who listen to you know, the previous episode, the Sunday release, Tyler got it right on in regards to Stormfront. He did. <laughs> what, it was quite literally that night I tune I in and that was made clear to me and I thought, holy crap, Tyler, like, freaking nailed it. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's almost as funny mm. as the time that I was watching, you know, So I Married an Axe Murderer. Just, this is like about... Oh, fuck. It's actually a really long time ago now, about eight years ago. It's not the first time that I was watching So I Married an Ex-Murder. Um, it was the first time that uh, my best friend, whom you know, Mike, uh, was watching it. And it was we were in a group of people, and all of a sudden, it was in the middle of the movie, 
And he's like, oh, I bet you this person, like, jokingly, I bet you this person is the actual murderer. And the entire group of people that I was with, we just look at each other like, oh, well. And then Mike is like, oh, fuck, I just ruined it for myself. So, you know, sometimes, you know, you win some, you lose some. Um, sometimes I'm going to say, on that front, So I Married an Axe Murderer is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, that, like, uh, yeah, same here. Low key, I've got it on blu-ray i've got it digitally a thousand times and it literally is the type of movie that i can put on and at least for the first half i don't really care for the last half yeah. of the movie yeah but the whole anthony lapaglia with with the with the the boss you know the head of the police department and all the little racial slander that goes on between yeah. them and and all the mike Myers stuff playing his dad and and head <laughs> head bunts new <laughs> yeah head i love that <laughs> It just killed me. You're in my eyes. You're in my soul. Yeah. I absolutely freaking adore that. And Nancy Travis is just awesome in that movie. Like, you know. Yeah. And that's actually one of the reasons why I actually watched Last Man Standing with Tim Allen for the longest time. Just because I really, really like Nancy Travis as an actress. And in that movie, she's just freaking awesome. No, and then it's it's Yeah, she is. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's sorry, uh, you broke up on me there. But for her, it's the same thing. I I, I want to follow her. It reminds me actually of something that happened to me last a couple weeks ago, and that is I was watching, and I know I texted you. Um, I was watching. I started watching Karate Kid for that Cobra Kai that we were talking about, yes. and I watched the original Karate Kid movie, and I'm like, oh, Elizabeth Shue. Oh my God, I remember having the hots for her when I was a little kid watching this. And then I started thinking about it, and I realized that my one of my childhood crushes was always Leah Thompson, but it might not have been her. It might have been Elizabeth <laughs> Shue. <laughs> I was just like coming to terms. You mean did she's this not woman me? fuck a duck? <laughs> it just killed me, man. Because I'm like, she wasn't the. It wasn't Leah Thompson, well, and so well, in, in Adventures in Babysitting, like <laughs> yeah, Leah Thompson, fuck. Uh, you know what's really funny? I was watching an episode of The Office today. Um, it was it, I, I usually play something in the background when I'm working, um, you know, sometimes just to get some noise. Um, and I was watching an episode with... I forget what her real name was or her name, her character in this show, but it was essentially um, the co-star to Leah Thompson from Caroline in the City. Um, and it just brought so many memories, and I actually started thinking of this very story of who did I actually have a crush on? <laughs> so it's just funny, Elizabeth. Yeah, Schoen. it's just you know, and that's the it's, funny part it's about the this. way kids are, right? Full circle because Elizabeth Shue is in the first season of The Boys. So, yeah, well, she technically is in the second season too. <laughs> oh God, that got really weird, man. <laughs> yeah, that that that. That oh, Homelander, Homelander fucks that guy fucks to say the least. Yeah, and and, and I gotta say, like I know we'll get into it. I'm sure of, about an in depth thing, but I think the biggest surprise out of the boys was the guy who got strangled by the penis. Like, like that whole superhero. <laughs> I'm just like, well done, Amazon. <laughs> that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen, and I just died of laughter and i hope we're not spoiling anything well but. it's it did its weekly run 
Yeah. Right? I think we're okay to talk spoilers, but maybe we'll put a spoiler alert on the episode uh, just in case. But I don't think these are anything it's anything major. I'm not. We're not giving away major plot yeah. points. I, okay, we're going to move on for a second. We're going to take a break for a second because I love the fact that Tyler is super busy. Too busy to join us. But the motherfucker is reacting to our messages on our chat. Oh, nice. Classic Tyler. <laughs> Classic Tyler. <laughs> well, you know, busy for him is just means he might not be in front of a mic. Exactly. exactly. In fact, I see him playing something on Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Tyler. Nah, love you. No, that's his writing stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just funny. It's just really funny. Yeah. Um, Because I see it like on my screen too. So it's just like, what the hell? <laughs> Where is he? Yeah. Um, a bit odd. So yeah, it's just Phil and Boris today. And why are we recording this special? Well, we wanted to give you another episode as we're now to the point of, you know what? We've looked at the numbers. We've talked it over kind of. And I think we are going to go to two episodes a week for you, our listeners, all for free. Remember that it's all free. Two episodes of the It's Canon podcast, where the Sunday episode is always, almost always going to be the news. And then the Wednesday episode is going to be our theme, our episode de jour, our episode of the week, our, you know, special topic. Focus. Our focus, you know, where we actually kind of have to actually do research and think about what we want to talk about. So we're going to continue with that format. But listeners, let us know if this is the format that you want us to do. Let us know if, you know, you want us to cram everything into one episode. Let us know how you want to consume the It's Canon podcast. But, you know, just looking at the trends and the way that the listeners were coming in and all this and that, it just made sense for us to kind of do this. And we have some, you know, October, November, I think we're almost jam-packed with uh, special features as Phil hacks up a lung. Um, You know, so... For example, this coming weekend, next week's show, we have a special guest. We talked about it a little bit over the weekend. And that's, you know, comic book writer, comic book professional, Jim Zub will be joining us this weekend. And we're going to talk about the business end. We're going to talk about, you know, how much his life has changed in the world of COVID. We're going to talk about, you know, gigs and, and you know, how... Delays have been handled. We're also hopefully going to be able to talk about his special Star Wars project, which I know has me, and I'm sure Phil super excited. Um, and yeah, we're going to be talking about a lot of things with Jim Zub, and he is a friend of the show. He has been on the show a few times, and we even interviewed him for print many years ago during the comics I read days. So that's going to be a fun one. Other episodes that we're going to bring to you, um, we're going to be talking as... The next generation of consoles come out. We're going to be talking about the best and the worst games, reactions, and feelings of this generation of consoles. So we're going to focus on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. And we're going to talk about the best and the worst. So this is a call out to our listeners as well. Send us via Twitter, via email, via whatever, your best and worst games. We're going to, you know, as we go through our list, we're going to be talking about and sharing your lists. My nephew has already sent me a list. Um, he got super nice. excited, and he I already see the games, and I've questioned some of them. But, you know, 
he's given me some good reasons for them. So again, you know, this is opening it up. It's not just Phil, Boris, and Tyler talking. It's going to be a community thing here. And we're just going to kind of try to do an overview of this past generation as we go into the next gen. So that episode's going to happen probably the few days before the release of Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5. What else do we have? And as well, we're going to have our different episodes as well whenever stuff comes up. I know that we're kind of getting into the holiday season where I think it quiets down in the tech world. I think it quiets down for a lot of stuff. But if there's something that breaks that we think that it's worth pulling the mics up to our mouths and uh, getting some comments out there or soliciting some responses, I think you're going to see situational episodes as always. Boris and myself and Tyler always try to be on the the heels of our feet, the balls there, and just kind of, you know, get get the content out for you. I know I'm working on some special episodes. I've had a guest fall through, so I'm going to be working on some stuff, but hopefully we're going to see some Lego content and discussion soon with some people who are in that community to talk about specifically Star Wars. And uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Exactly. It's an exciting time. Another thing we're going to try to do is we're going to also try to have some fun. One of the comments that always, and it's a comment that I get from a lot of listeners, they want to know more about us. And, you know, it always makes me remember how little we actually talk about ourselves in this show. Like, I think I'm probably the person who talks the most about themselves. And even then, it's super limited and, like, coded um, for (laughs) obvious reasons. But, especially now. um, (laughs) But, (laughs) but... Um, you know, it's one of those things that hopefully through some of these special episodes, our listeners will be able to get to know us a little more. So one of the things I want to do is I want to bring on a psychic and on one episode, we'll get a psychic reading, or at least I will as Phil and Tyler. Are you like, can. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, we're going to just have fun with things and, you know, if any of our listeners have any ideas on stuff that they want us to chat about or do we are willing to do that you know we're just like i said we're here for geek therapy we're here to you know get for us for me personally i can't speak for the other guys for phil and tyler you know the time that i take doing research the time i take talking to the guys the time i take recording editing uploading you know whatever it is i do for the show it's a distraction a much-needed distraction, especially nowadays with so much bullshit happening in this world. Um, and, you know, I cannot thank our listeners anymore. Um, you know, we're seeing record number of downloads in 24 hours, 48 hours, 72 hours. And I can't. I just want to thank each and every single one of you. Um, it means the world to me. Um, and I just thank you so much. Yeah, same thing here. Uh, I was a little bit shocked when Boris <clears throat> provided some statistics, and I was like, holy cow, that's a lot of downloads. Yep. And um, very happy and, and very humbled by it. Um, you know, feel free, again, as Boris has said, to reach out. I know Boris and I have talked about it a while, and I think today's episode, the content will be reflective of an idea that we've been bouncing for a while, and that is about technology. And having a little bit of a side discussion or a side focus on this type of show where we talk a little bit of geek, which is, again, if getting to know us, it's a little bit of our backgrounds, I guess. 
in terms of previous careers and whatnot, where we are in that realm and we have opinions and we have experiences. So we thought, you know what, when I'm talking about Star Wars, a lot of the time, I'm also talking about the devices that I'm viewing Star Wars on, or I'm talking about the screens that comprise, you know, my viewership, all that kind of stuff. So, hey. It's a it's a new topic on the show a little bit. Exactly. And that's the thing, you know. A lot of technology that we see today has been based on or at least um, you know, inspired in some shape or form by sci-fi. We can trace this back all the way to Star Trek, the original series. Um so, you know, technology and geek world and comic books and wrestling, they all come hand in hand in some shape or form. Um, and that's one of the things that I really wanted to do when I brought back the show was expand from comic books. I know one of the comments I always get is, guys, you guys need to talk more comic books, yada, yada, yada. And I promise that we will. We're going to find a way to do that. You know, there are, I have a few ideas brewing on how we're going to be able to do that. But I just want to be able to have a show that anybody can listen to. And like I said, the best part of it all is, is that it all is in canon. So today, why are we recording today, aside from both of us watching TFC on mute, aside from me <laughs> watching the Dodgers kick the Braves ass on mute, is because yesterday Apple released info and gave us a preview to the iPhone 12. All four versions of the iPhone 12. So we're going to talk a little bit about an overview. We're going to give our impressions. Um, and then we're going to have a good conversation about all of that. So, you know, this... Uh, I want to open it, actually, with what they opened with. The HomePod Mini. Yes. Yes, actually, that's I... exactly what I was going to do. Go ahead. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, so... I don't know if anybody watched this event, but I, I did happen to peruse it and I reviewed it again and they built a whole house on the inside of Apple's UFO headquarters, which I got to say, these virtual events that they're hosting are making this thing more and more space saucerish. <laughs> it's just, it's almost creeping me out the compound that <laughs> they work yep. at, yep. but they built this huge house in there, and basically, they have all the same features as an Alexa. Yep. And they positioned it like they invented intercom. Yep. But that's <laughs> and oh. that started my tone of misery because <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Damn it, you guys are doing it again with iOS 14. You copied Android." With this, you're copying Google and, and Amazon yeah. for their features. Yeah. And they're great features. They're great features. And I love Apple's implementation and take on it. Like some of the stuff that came out was that it will identify each person by their voice, which does make me laugh because Google, Google thinks my that. dad is me, right? It doesn't care. Funny that you say that. So I have a um, iOS watch and one of my friends is a female, one of my best friends. And anytime she's around me and we're having a conversation and she's talking and talking and talking, my watch starts going off. So it's kind of funny that like my, you know, I have a very distinctive voice apparently. Um, and yeah, it, my, my watch gets very confused with this 
particular person's voice and it just starts going off i'm like was i did i drunkenly set this up when you were around or like what what happened what's going on but anyways it's it's one of those weird technology things it it really you'd think that they'd have a better handle on it by now with all this ai and and you know all these claims that they're always listening to us and whatnot like as an aside this week i installed a echo car auto echo auto in my car so that that was a new experience to actually be able to voice control my car which i think uh, although it is kind of creepy i think the the upside to something like that and i can see apple going this route as well um the upside to it is less hands on the on the the phone right which means you know better driving yep here's the thing about apple Going back, taking a step back to something that you said um, that I want to touch on as we're talking about all of these devices, and that's, you know, Apple acts as if they've invented these devices, you know, and, and much us being geeks, us being tech people, you know, we laugh at that, we scoff at that, we get angry at these claims because, you know, as you know, everything Apple does is a few years late, but thing is apple is so good at branding their technology they are so good at marketing their technology they're so good at making the their technology their own that they can go out and claim xyz you know when the i remember when the ipad came out you know you would think that this was the first time you were ever seeing a computer on a screen that's touchable and it's touchscreen and it's this and that like apple is just amazing and they have the power to control their message to that point where you know they they can basically say and do whatever they want because they control the message and this is something that i've always said about blackberry in the past you know we lost we as in because i used to work there we lost control blackberry lost control of the message the media was essentially saying what they wanted when they wanted because they wanted to about blackberry and at the end of the day that hurt the company more than you know lackluster devices or anything so you know apple has always been able to capitalize on this let's even take a look back at like when you know the imax came out you know these underpowered machines that were double the price of any pc that you could buy from you know canada computers or or any place really you know like they've always been great at controlling and manipulating the message for their gains. Yep, it it's it 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 is their power. It is their prerogative, right? That that they're able to do this type of marketing. And to be fair, like when I made that that criticism of them inventing the intercom. They're going to do it better than anyone else. Uh, that I have no doubt. Like I, I was almost like, man, sign me up to buy these. And yeah. number one, the stereo component. But number two, that intercom, if I was on a fully iOS platform house, I would want those. They're approachable at 99 USD and their features are going to be second to none. Yeah. It, yep. it's, it's that simple. So... It's good that I I do agree, you know, with with your previous BlackBerry um, observation, uh, and uh, Apple are really protective over yeah. the brand, and they want to control that message, 
and I don't blame them. I think I will argue that their hardware is some of the nicest hardware around. Yeah. Like yeah. they, they do engineer a great product. So I, that's a good point. I'd like to make this clarification. Now I have both iPhones and I have Android. I have a lot of Apple product in my life. I'm not an Apple hater, but I do take issue sometimes because I, I, I keep myself up to date on Android because I feel that it's more, uh, in touch with, with trying to reach an audience in, in many different ways. Yeah. Apple, I can pretty much pick out out of their ecosystem, anything. And the great thing about Apple is they keep it up to date as best as they can for as long as they can. So I know the experience is going to be very similar on the devices across the platform, as long as I'm relatively current. Yep. And yeah, good on them for that. So I don't want anybody to really feel like I'm going to bag on Apple, but I, I think Boris and I are both going to call out things that we see some deficiencies in product or unveiling or whatever uh, throughout this lineup because it was pretty aggressive yesterday. <laughs> yeah, they, they, you know, they released new headsets or Beats they released that um, HomePod Mini. They released four phones. Um, there is a lot of news that was packed into their announcements. So we're going to go back to talking about the actual devices. And like Phil wanted to start, you know, the HomePod Mini, a powerful smart speaker with amazing sound. HomePod Mini offers a great music listening experience, an intelligent assistant, and smart home capabilities with built-in privacy and security and a beautiful compact design. Which the design really I do kind of like. It's a circular yep. design with that flat head. Um, you know, multicolors. Multicolors. It's fancy. You know, right now with uh, the big trend and with game Twitch gamers is LEDs and fancy LEDs everywhere. So you know this one's going to be lighting up like a mofo. Um, so that's that. Um, hey, I will pick a side though. When it comes, and I know that you're a big Apple guy, Boris, and I know you're a big Android guy too, but I will say I think Google is the better voice assistant. You know, that's a that's a bold claim. I haven't played enough with the assistants to say that. Um, what? Why? Why do you say that? What gives it the edge? What gives Android, uh, Google, the edge there? You know, I've got both Alexa and Google in my house, and it, there's Alexa, you see. Um, I've got them both in my house. And although I like the convenience of the Amazon product, I like the look of it and I like the sound of it. I do have multiple generations of the Google product and the Google product has gotten a lot better very fast. Yeah. So the second generation of their Nest, like the little, little hockey puck things, it's gotten just so much better on the sound quality. And as well, I've got an older, my father in the house, and he's able to use the Google products. Right. Like, I've got him turning lights off and on. I got, I've got him, it, it talks to him, basically. He's actually asking it trivia questions and things like that. If he's watching the news, he's like, well, what's the population of Florida? Right. And he asks Google. And I, I just see it working all the time. I don't know how, how advanced series become lately. I haven't used Siri a lot, 
but I know a lot of people who use a lot of the, these different things in the industry and they always seem to go back to Google. Yeah. Interesting. That's really good to know. Ooh, that was close. Um, <laughs> that's really good to know. Sorry. TFC game. Um, <laughs> so no, that's interesting. And you know what? That's probably something that we should do a little more in depth research on and, you know, come up with, you know, the grand pooba of assistance, whether it be Alexa, Google, or Apple. Um, but going and back to... You have to remember, like, Samsung have Bixby in there, which I think they're trying to kill now, but... Mm, yeah. Yeah. There's there's these weird outliers. Like, I would classify even Amazon in, in one time I would have thought that it was an outlier. I was surprised at how competent that product was. Exactly. No, yeah, that, that's exactly it. You know, at the end, unfortunately, you know, we live in a, in a world and this this has been happening where there can only be one, two or maybe three players. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, yeah. it was always it was always Apple and Google, Apple and Google. So, you know, the fact that Amazon is making this huge push with the consumer devices, um, just it just goes to show you. It's like, hey, what's what's up? Remember us. Yeah, but we'll see. It, it's even like what I was talking about tonight too with I'm playing around with some of the music applications and Google really disappointed me with that Google music. I know it's switched over to YouTube music now. I haven't really tried it. I do have a subscription to it, but I I don't go into that too much because I, I like my father's music separate. So I let him use the Google stuff, but I was surprised with how competent Amazon's music program was. Yeah. And I know Apple's is good. Apple's was fun. Apple's is um, good. It's you just, know, it's, all these subscriptions, like, you know, on top of TV, all these subscriptions cost a lot of money, and it just ends up being too much at the end of the month. Like, I was, I, I have the family plans for, um, had the family plans for news, for music, um, and I forget what else they had, but there was a third one in there for a while, and I just had to drop it. It just became too much, you know. Between yeah. that, all the TV, the zone, and all you know, this and that, and all that fun stuff. Um, it's just, it is what it is. So yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I have played around with Apple, no, sorry, Google Music a little bit, and I do like it. Like their UI is simple enough. Um, that anyone can pick it up and, you know, it's good enough, right? It's nothing crazy. It's, um, it's nice and clean and it's easy to navigate. And that's all you need from a music app, right? It's like, can I save my playlist easily? Can I download music easily? Download music easily. Can I access my downloaded music easily? Those are the three things that I look for, you know, in an online kind of, um, repository of music spotify is just the one that i've used for the longest my sister has the family plan i'm part of her family plan that's just what i use right so mm -hmm. that's that well that's my go-to that's my go-to as well i was i was disappointed in the layout of google music so i i stopped on that and i went to spotify Same. yeah and that was my main and it's just amazon ran the special where they're like get three months of hd for yeah. free or something like that so I, I, I took the, the offer and I'm just checking it out. I'm trying to actually yeah. give it the business here yeah, and sure. do some listening and see what it's AI tweaks for me because Spotify gets everything horribly wrong for me. Think so. Unless I'm driving, it's horrible. Yeah. Like unless I'm choosing the playlist, I'm building the playlist. 
and I'm finding that I'm working really hard at building playlists that I want to hear, and it's not generating the algorithms with the playlists in the music that it is presenting me isn't right. It's not the type of music I want to listen to. I had this weird thing on uh, Spotify, and I love how we've just like completely went off the plot, but still kind of on it. Um, on my iPhone, I have an iPhone for work. It's work issued. If I had a choice, it would be Google, but I don't. Um, so uh, there was an app update, and somehow all of the playlists were, like all of my settings were changed. So when I was playing a playlist that was downloaded to my device, even though I have unlimited data, it's one of those things where I just don't want to use, you know, my high speed data all the time. So mm -hmm. I rely on what's downloaded. And when this app update happened, it kind of screwed things up and it would play one song from the playlist and then it would go into these random songs that may or may not be downloaded onto my device. And within literally two days into my new cycle, my billing cycle, I had used two gigs of data. And the entire time that this was going on, I knew what was happening. I just didn't think that it would be that much that it would eat up. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And this new this new Amazon Music thing has ultra high definition music. Oh, God. Like it, it's even higher quality, which is why I'm driving it, right? Because I'm like, I had a fancy with that other... The other one that Jay-Z owns for a while there too. I, I played with that for a month or two and that was like 20 bucks a month for music. Damn, that's expensive. And I just didn't like the interface again. It came down to that. Yeah. And I remember that problem with Spotify because I couldn't figure out what the hell was going on because it was playing music that I just did not want to there play. Is, it would play one song and then boom. There's a specific setting in your settings. I don't even remember what it is that, you know, it unchecked this thing and it just everything went awry and then fuck it, it took me about a good week to figure this out but like i was constantly on my phone like no i gotta go back to the playlist back to the playlist back to the playlist oh. i don't want to you know and it, especially yeah. i was on the subway a lot so oftentimes it was just like it would just stop playing because the next song wasn't down dead air yeah so it's just like fuck i i, I yeah i just started listening to repeats of our podcast for christ's sake Woo. I know. Oh. That's how desperate I was. But man, oh man, that's why it got all over my ass. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that is do you have anything else to say about No, I, I've I've brought us into the gutter quite well about music and technology streaming, but I'm just so excited to be talking tech. Yeah. So here's another thing. As we're talking music, there is a new beats headset oh, that yeah. is available and i'm kind of interested in this in a weird way um and it's the price point that i absolutely love absolutely love so apple's beats brand yesterday announced that they are introducing beats flex wireless earphones which add some upgrades to the previous beats x earphones yet come with a much lower 49.99 price tag those things slipped by because that was a press release. It wasn't part of the announcements. Yeah. And if you weren't watching, you were going to miss this. Yep. They look great. It's a great price point. I have one big question, though. What's your because big question? Out of all the stuff, I do monitor a lot of rumors. I even propose that we record this episode before Apple 
even did the event. Yeah. So that we could have it out five minutes after the event because I knew everything that was going to be announced yesterday yep. with relative certainty, but I wasn't 100% sure, but yep. I was like 98% sure. So anyhow, <clears throat> I think one of the rumors that was very unsure was that Apple possibly could be unveiling the new over-the-ear Apple headphones. Yeah. It didn't come to fruition. I'm hearing early 2021. I'm hearing a price tag that's outrageous for these. It's been a 600 USD. Holy crap. Does it make All breakfast right. for you? Does it like, is it plated in gold? Does it give you a handy under the table? Like what's going on? This is, this is the deal. All right. One of the, one of the advantages or one of the features in iOS 14 that was unveiled was this new spatial audio. And to do this, you need the AirPods Pro. You can't use regular AirPods. You have to yep. use the AirPods Pro. Yep. And it works with like Dolby Audio. It works with uh, Atmos. It works with all the stuff. And it gives you spatial audio. So it actually calibrates the audio in relation to the screen. Right. So the, it's always going to be, it, it's going to be surround sound in your head. And I've seen some people on YouTube, shout out to Lou, at uh, Unbox Therapy, uh, he test drove it and he was amazed. And he hates in-ear headphones, as do I. Same I'm here. not a huge fan of them. Look, I got so a pair I, of you know the 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 pods for free. I use them; they're convenient. They you know they connect to your phone quickly, and I hate them for that. Um, you know because it's just convenient to use. But I just do, like, they never, my ears are weirdly shaped, I guess. So things never stay inside the way that it, they're meant to. So I'm not a fan of in-the-ear um, headsets. I'm always over-the-ear. And just traditionally, I've always preferred over-the-ear. Um, especially, like, you know, when I used to work in an office, um, I used to always put my headset on. That's my way of telling people to fuck off, leave me alone, let me work. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, well... This worked so well by the reviews that I've seen and read that the thought is, is that Beats might become its own, they stay as its own brand and not be involved or crossing over with Apple aside from the ownership end of it. And, yeah. you know, obviously Apple wants some money, but is even the idea that now that they release a $50 headphone is, is, is that their bargain right. brand? You know what I mean? Because the fifty dollar headphone has the chip that will do the quick pair that you're talking about in the in the AirPods. Right. So these things are just going to mate right up with any Apple product, and still be able to work for Android and everything else. But right. the idea is that Apple goes for the super high end market, and goodness knows, like this spatial audio would be mind blowingly amazing with a really good pair of headphones. Yeah over the ear so you know what i mean like are, are, are you essentially saying that beats will stay its own brand and be the entry level brand to apple whereas their higher end will still be called apple whatever yeah i think i think when you see the apple like the 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 pods pro and stuff like that they're keeping the apple brand it looks like that's going to be their we really want you to use it this with an Apple product product. Yeah. And if you have an Android, go use the Beats and buy the Beats. And they're going to try. I think Apple's had a really interesting eye-opening experience with this Apple iPhone SE being yeah. coming in at a budget 
And then obviously what they announced yesterday with a, a mini iPhone yeah. 12 and that price point, I think Apple are starting to consider price point as a leverage point in the marketplace. So if they start looking at Beats and start dropping the price of Beats and start pricing their own stuff in a higher segment, yeah. it's a play on the market. The way that I see this is it's smart of them for the simple fact that, you know, a lot for oftentimes when you think of Apple, you think of unattainable because it's so fucking expensive. So to have a, its own brand that gets you in the door is brilliant. Um, so, mm -hmm. you know, it, it makes sense in the grand scheme of things. Unfortunately, you know, for any Beats fans, you know, Beats is now kind of like the, the, the entry level for this, for, you know, their, their headset and whatnot. So it'll, it could be a very cool play. It gets you young. It gets you when you have enough money and, um, you know, then you might become loyal to the technology that is offered through Beats, through Apple and whatnot. Um, so going back to the Beats Flex, um, on-device controls on the cable of the Beats Flex offer a built-in microphone with wind noise reduction and voice clarity optimization, as well as controls for adjusting volume, controlling playback, taking phone calls, and accessing Siri. Beats Flex. The battery life is good on this too. <laughs> Beats Flex offers up to 12 hours of listening time on a single charge, and they recharge using USB-C to help provide maximum capability for Apple and Android users. A 10-minute fast fuel charge when the battery level is low will provide up to 1.5 hours of playback. Awesome. Yep. It's all good stuff, especially at that price point. That's a great fifty dollars USD. Yep, great price point. All right, we talked yep. about their home, whatever. We talked about their music stuff. Are we ready to get into the phones? The telephone. The telephones. So, after a month-long delay due to COVID nineteen, Apple finally announced its latest family of iPhones during yesterday's virtual online event. All right, they include the iPhone 12, iPhone 12 mini, iPhone 12 Pro, and iPhone, iPhone 12. What? Pro Max. Yeah, and iPhone 12 Pro Max. And all features 5G connectivity, a magnetic backing branded as MagSafe that can attach to a number of accessories, and a new ceramic display that promises to be more durable so that magsafe is essentially the same um uh charger the magnet that uses that charges the watch so yeah and also is the same chargers that they had on their laptop it's the same branding magsafe exactly so here we so go anybody who's had a, one of those things it's like it just going to boom, goes so, right in it's great yeah what is the difference between all of the various versions of the iphone well we're gonna try to break this down for you um and then when we're done this we'll talk about which one is our favorite which one we're most likely to get um and we'll take it from there so let's start with the actual iphone 12 so the display size is a 6.1 inch oled uh 2532 by 1170 pixels it's uh 460 ppi um, its dimensions are 5.78 by 2.82 by 0.29 inches, which... The it, 
thickness seems to be the same throughout so there you go um its weight is 5.78 ounces runs on ios 14 its camera is a 12 megapixel wide 12 megapixel ultra wide and a 12 megapixel front facing camera records at 4k runs on the apple a14 bionic it will come in 64 128 and 256 gigabytes ram undisclosed thank you apple and obviously no expandable storage um again battery they listed as 15 hours of video playback uh, no fingerprint sensor as it uses face ID and this goes through the entire line now uh, it's lightning connector no headphone jack 5g enabled max safe water resistant wireless charging dual sim capabilities nano sim and e-sim and then in terms of the price in USD for the 64 gigabyte version it's eight hundred twenty nine dollars for the 128 gigabyte version it's 879 dollars and for the 256 gigabyte version we are looking at 979 dollars american usd off contract pricing that is the iphone 12. is there anything in there that you want to focus on maybe talk about their new chips maybe talk about whatever what's what what's going on in your mind phil this you see we're going to discuss it now, I guess, because it's come up the first time. In yep. yesterday's presentation, the way that they strung it out was interesting. They made a big environmental push for not including the headphones and not including the charger, which I agree with. I'm like, hey, I got more than enough chargers around the house. It's funny that you right? say that. So I was, I've been doing a lot of cleaning in my place and I literally had a box full of old, like we're talking about like, you know, 15, 20 years worth of chargers at this point, you know, like it's unbelievable how many chargers I have and I have no use for half of them anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and even Apple products, like I've only been using Apple for five years and I have just an abundance of chargers and wires and et cetera. So as you mentioned, Apple is not going to package their phones with a charger with a cable or a headset and it's going to save however yep however go ahead well it, the way that they positioned it as well which was very apple was we can fit more on a pallet and ship more phones which i thought was hilarious the fact that they're just saying hey we're, we just want more money bitches i fucking love yeah, it yeah that, that was that was that was a, a quite a statement when a cynical person like myself watches it but what kills me is the cable they include is a lightning yeah to usb-c which yeah. you can't use all the old freaking chargers yep <laughs> they screw you into buying a separately packaged add-on item above the cost of your phone yep yep that oh. is crappy you know it's funny because like you know apple's decision i know you could probably pull out your old cable and plug it in folks but this is a braided cable here's it's a nice here's the thing though apple's decision to skip the charger and ear pots 
They made it sound like it was a step that would reduce the company's environmental footprint. But it's not. It creates it. Okay, it creates more. So yes, the boxes will be smaller. Yes, they can fit more devices on a pallet. But because not everyone has every cable known to man, some people are going to have to buy a new cable, which adds to the plastic, which adds to the e-waste, which adds to so much. So it's kind of like, okay, you saved some so that you can make more money. So now we're on the hook to spend, you know, 20 30 40 bucks on something else, plus having all that waste. So it's like, thanks, yep. but no thanks, Apple. Yeah, but even then, let's just say you go buy the right cable or you pull out the old cable, you're not going to get fast charging because that's a different charger, right? So you're going to be charging at 5 volts with your old charger or if you have one of the bigger chargers around. But, oh, no, Apple released a new charger on their website that can do Apple fast charging. And that's a separate skew and a higher price because it's 18 watts versus 12. Here's the uh, thing, folks. Apple doesn't really care about the environment. Apple really only yeah. cares about one thing and one thing only. And that's the stock the trillions. Price. Hashtag the trillions. capitalism. So that's that. Yeah. Sorry, so sorry. that was... That was the smoke coming out my ears yesterday for all, for all of the presentations on all of the things was just like how they made you feel good about them keeping the cell phones at the same price, taking away money from your pocket, and then making you pull it out from the other pocket yep. <laughs> and not even disclosing it into the presentation, just going, Oh, and we're also going to, here's a favor for you. We're going to make accessories like cases and wallets that are going to grip to the phone and they're going to be $20 each and they're going to be affordable, not like the 70, 90, you know, $100 products that we've made in the past. So we can get you to add on even more yeah. into your checkout. Yep. You know what my favorite part about all this is? It is the fact and it's my favorite and like, and I'm being very sarcastic at this point. It's you and I are very in tune in the tech world. We always have been. A lot of our listeners, I'm sure, are very in tune in the tech world and have been for a while. I feel sorry for Tim's mom, who doesn't know better, who's going to go to the Apple store and, you know, for, for Christmas or Tim's birthday, is going to pick up a new iPhone 12, you know, and then they're going to ask, hey, what else do I need? And then the genius is going to be, you know, you, you can just see his beady eyes yeah. light up and say, fuck yeah, I got her. And then yeah. poor Timmy's mom is going to be walking out with like 10 boxes all because she wanted to get Timmy that Apple phone. Sorry, Timmy's no, mom. It's, it's, it, no, it's the same as the guys, that, unfortunately, it's the same as the guys at EB. This time of year, <laughs> yes. when somebody comes in and they're going to be selling Xbox Series S's like mad, and they're going to be like, well, it's better than, than regular HD, it's 2K. And then, who has a 2K display? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's, 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 it's better because of this. It's better because of that. And look at the price point. And, but to expand the storage is the same price as the console. My favorite. <laughs> so, oh, man. 
my favorite is going to be that, and I don't want to get into video games. Today's about Apple, but I do yeah, want to say this Apple, one but... point is I cannot wait to see all those snake oil salesmen at EB, GameSpot, and all those places, GameStop, and all those places who are going to convince Bethany's mom to buy an Xbox One rather than a new gen because your games will be able to work on this console oh yeah yeah there's gonna be lots of and yeah and that's that's the way i kind of feel about this apple thing and it is severely uh cynical and sarcastic of me to view it that way but it's been years of retail work myself in this industry exactly and seeing the that underside of your boss doesn't care about the ethics of your sale the boss only cares about the quantity and whether you've sold an extended warranty and and all of this kind of stuff the add-ons are what get you the bonus because like we talked about with video games these are low percentage and i think apple have a much better grip on their supply chain yeah than most retailers so i know that they are baking in profit all the way down the line but I can tell you that that charger has more markup than the um, than the phone. First off, yeah, exactly. It has more markup. Um, accessories typically do, right? You know, these companies yeah. always built phones for accessories. That's where they make their money. And you, you know, you you said something that kind of made me laugh. I don't know if you saw me kind of laughing off to the side. Is when you said the extended warranty, not. Only will the phone have the extended warranty. You fucking know that every piece of box, everything in every box is going to have its own warranty. So Tim's mom, who wants to buy the iPhone 12, is going to somehow be suckered into buying like four or five extended warranties and Apple Care and this and that. And, you know, their Apple One subscriptions and this and that. And, oh, man, do I feel yeah. bad for Timothy's mom. And and that's the thing, though, too, with Apple's ecosystem. Yep. They're going to get you all the time. Yep. Like that's, you know, their Apple One Plus subscription or whatever it's called now with everything bundled into it is them just trying to, to just quiet the subscriptions down, the individual, yep. and just go, ah, just pay us once. Just pay us once and we'll give you all this stuff. Yeah. It's a smart move by them, but you have to remember what Apple's become, right? And, and not only are they a $2 trillion company, they're also backing a credit card. Yep. You know, and doing these trade-ins. Like the funny thing was is if you look at these products in India, they're outrageously expensive because they get hit with so many tariffs. Yeah. Like the the like the phones are going for like 1700 USD dollars from yep. the Apple store. And they're doing everything to, to quiet that down, like trade in your old phone and we'll give you this huge break and do this. And they're trying, you can have a monthly payment. Yep. <laughs> it's yeah, amazing to see. But anyhow, on to, on to the products. Back to the products. Yep. We're going to, so that's the Apple iPhone 12. Let's talk a little bit about the Apple iPhone 12 mini. So this bad boy mm -hmm. is a 5.4 inch OLED. It's the, it's a 2003 340 by 1080 pixels it has a higher pixel density so it has 476 ppi fill 
Apple iPhone 4, uh, Apple iPhone 12 only has 460. iPhone 12 Mini has 476. What does this actually mean to the consumer? Well, it just means Samsung made a better screen on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it, it it's going to be a tighter resolution. It's going to look better. It's going to pop better. Um, it's because I think it's the way that they maximize the screen into the frame. And it's just the way the screen was constructed. Yeah. Whereas I think it's a much more regular um, pixel per inch or PPI yeah, yeah. on the, the larger model or the middle model. Um, I personally, I, I think that this whole phone is all about the price point, which yep. you're going to get to. Yep. And that's 699 USD. All right, starting. Um, I think this phone is very smart by Apple to get into that marketplace with a current because they're going to be able to basically it's not only this they've unveiled the iphone selection and it's like the se the 10 the 11 then the 6 mini then yeah. the or sorry the 12 mini and you know the 12 then the 12 pros and all that stuff yeah. so i think it's a way to get the price point if you start watching it it like starts at like 550 and it just steps up 100 yeah. bucks each time yeah. type thing and we'll, we'll touch on that so essentially I want to talk about the deltas at this point. We're going to talk about, you know, what the difference is with all of these models. Based on the iPhone 12, I went through almost the entire list. So let's talk about the difference. So, like, the first difference was the PPI, higher PPI, which means that some scientist somewhere was able to get and win himself an extra $10 for work that weekend. In terms of the actual dimensions it's slightly smaller so it's 5.18 by 2.53 by 0.29 inches which is slightly smaller than the iphone 12 its dimensions are 131.5 by 64.2 by 7.4 millimeters its weight is 4.76 ounces same camera same megapixels same video capture, same processor, same amount of storage. Everything here is the same. Also, 5G enabled. Yeah. And then, it's crazy, right? Yeah. So, I was just looking at the actual costs. So, price off contract USD for the 64 gigabyte, it's 729 For the... 128 gigabyte it's 779 usd and for the 256 wow. gigabyte it's 879 so it is a hundred dollars less than the iphone 12 yeah no it's it, it, it's it's an interesting place that they're in with this and and as well it's consistent across the line with 5g which is really what this pushes about hence the name high speed um for the event that's what it was called. And it really is about trying to, you know, it got to the point where Verizon CEO is on stage. You know what I mean? Like he's selling the network because they're the only network in the States. I believe I might be incorrect on this. And I apologize to our American listeners as I'm not familiar with your network construction, but the nanometer um, 5G wave thing is only right now being supported with Apple products on Verizon. Otherwise, it's a different type of 5G. And the nanometer 5G is like a lot faster. Yeah. And that's on the higher end. Yep. 
phones as well. So Pretty just much. so people understand, it's not only lower 5G phones, but it's pretty impressive that Apple has 5G across the line at this price point. Yeah. All right. Apple iPhone 12 Pro, 6.1 inch OLED, 460 PPI. So it's the same as the iPhone 12. Its dimensions are 5.78 by 2.82 by 0.29 inches. So it is the same size as the iPhone 12, iOS 14, 12 megapixel 4K. We've got the three, the uh, yep. three cameras. This has the three cameras, which gives us God knows what. Um, its sizes in terms of storage. This is where we start seeing that jump. So the base model is uh, 128 gigabytes, and then it goes to 256 gigabytes and 512 gigabytes. Obviously, five twelver. Five twelver. Uh, seventeen hours of video playback. And Man. its price points in USD off contract is $999 for the 128 gigabyte version, $1,099 for the 256 gigabyte version, and $1,299 for the 512 gigabyte version. So, you know, we see a pretty big jump there in terms of price point, but still kind of following, you know, the rule of 100. And then the last model, yeah. we'll get through the last model it yep. is the apple iphone 12 pro max it is 6.7 inch oled 2778 by 1284 pixels it has the lowest number of ppi with 458 it is by far the largest phone at 6.33 by 3.07 by 0 0.29 inches. It also has the three cameras in the back, all 12 megapixels, front-facing as well, 4K video capture, also uses the Apple A14 Bionic processor. Its storage capability is also 128, 256, 512. And in terms of price point, we're looking at one thousand ninety nine dollars for the one hundred twenty eight gig big one hundred twenty eight gig version, one thousand one hundred ninety nine for the two fifty six gig version, and one thousand three hundred ninety nine dollars for the five hundred and twelve gigabyte version. There we go. Those are the four phones that you can buy the apple iphone 12 the apple iphone 12 mini the apple iphone 12 pro and the apple iphone 12 pro max say that three times fast i Ooh. was struggling and i'm reading it yeah um okay in the presentation here here's phil's hot take in the presentation they start talking about these pro versions all right and that's where to be honest, if I'm probably in the market for when I get an upgrade through my other phone, it will probably be a 12, just a regular 12. Yeah. I have a regular 11 now. I would love to play with a 12 uh, Max. But there are some things that Apple, again, did my earlier complaint on with inventing the intercom. They invented something else that didn't need to be reinvented, and they call it Apple Raw. 
So it's basically they're trying to really push the idea. And this was, and again, I'm being very cynical here, folks. They're trying to push the idea that this is your professional camera. It's not your cell phone. This is your professional camera. You can shoot raw on this. You can edit in this. You can make a video in this. You can take a picture in this. And we're going to basically take all the professional modes that you know and still give you the ability to have the features that enhance your photos and make and give you the ability to edit it. It sounds like in the right hands, it's going to be a lot of fun. Something like but, Yeah, like I, I think for a hobbyist, it's going to be a ton of fun. Yeah. But I started questioning reality during this presentation because they talk about how the chip processes the image and there's so much done to the image. Is it even an image that you took? <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> Fuck. Here's the thing about You're raw. You're pointing the camera at something and it's interpreting and feeding it back to you. So you can put it on your Instagram feed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, same can be said about the human brain. You know, our human brain, it just interprets a bunch of signals. Is what we're seeing actually there? That's a conversation for another day and for your therapist. But, you know, the raw image file, you know, for those of for those listeners who don't know, it essentially contains minimally processed data from the actual sensor itself. So that way... You just get the basics, but all of the data is stored within the metadata in the picture, and you can get some beautiful colors. So the difference between yeah. a raw image and a JPEG is, you know, a JPEG already kind of has a filter in front of it. It already kind of interprets this data and adds the coloring as, you know, you choose through your settings. So you don't have to do any post work after the fact so you know for a photographer whether you're a hobbyist or professional you know shooting with raw images is probably the best because all of the data is there and you can then manipulate the data to get those beautiful looking pictures and colors and shades etc as you know your picture as you want so you're right in regards to it kind of made me laugh how apple kind of made it you know they they made it seem like they're the first and only company to do this. But again, this goes back to my earlier point about Apple. They know yeah. how to control their message. And it's brilliant because, well, we don't, you know, we kind of, you know, I'm just going to say the general, we, we don't know any better. Yeah, it's going to give the powers to a lot more hobbyists and whatnot. It's just, you know, in your summary there, I think the way that I think about raw and I don't do a lot of the work in raw. Okay. I know you do. Um, and that's good. I'm happy that people have the patience to do that. Um, it's a cleaner base image, Yeah, but there's a lot more work. Oh, tons. All right. And the file sizes are huge. Because all right? the data so, is stored in the picture. Whereas with a JPEG, yeah. it does a lot of the interpretation of colors and rendering and shades it, and this and that already. When you look at JPEGs, there's artifacting and things like that. You don't get that in RAW. Yeah. All right. So just so people are, are understanding a little bit of the terminologies, because I hear that thrown around a lot, and I just want them to know the context that it gets brought up in some of these other shows if you're going to go investigate it. But yeah, you're right. Like Apple are developing apps, and they're making apps available to other people, their APIs and whatnot, to basically take advantage of this mode. 
right? And it's going to be really accessible and really empowering for a lot of people, I think. Here's the thing. You know, I do a lot of editing on photo. Oh, okay. I use Lightroom and Photoshop for all of my editing. There's a mobile version for those. After the fact, sometimes I usually do all of my editing on my main computer, which is like this, you know, huge ass laptop that weighs about a thousand pounds, but it's just the, like, it's just powerful as fuck minus the SSD. That's a conversation for another day. Um, after the fact, after I do my main editing on my computer, you know, uh, through Creative Cloud, it syncs to all my devices. So I end up seeing all my images on my phone, you know, now... If the camera is as good as they say it is, if it shoots in RAW, it'll be very interesting to kind of see what type of pictures and images you'll be able to get just from your phone. You know, it's it's. I love the idea that yep. they're actually doing this. You know, like it's it's great. It's smart. Um, <clears throat> I you know, it's I it's wish... the logical place of where this has got to go. Yep. Right. Yep. That that's. The camera industry is is becoming a very niche industry. Everybody's yeah. shooting. I I know. I it's the convenience factor. I pull out my Samsung Note Ten, and you know I've got cameras. You know I've got yeah. wide lenses. I got a lot of stuff, and I don't have to pack a bag. I don't have to pack kits like different bodies, different lenses, all this stuff. And I've got some pretty powerful, almost full frame Sony cameras that I carry in my pack. And I just I just it's just too convenient with the cell phone now. That's so exactly for it, Apple know. to go here. Yeah, man. You know, Sony. And, and the thing is, is that even when you're trying to get into, I'll, I'll use an example of Boris and I are very, very familiar with. If you go down and try to get into BMO field for a TFC game, they don't want you carrying anything. They don't want backpacks. If, if you, if I come in with my camera kit as, as just a person in the stands, I have to go through like three waves of security. But if I have my cell phone on, in my pocket nobody blinks you just show them the cell phone oh, okay come on through you know do the metal detector and you're going to be able to get amazing shots out of that comparable maybe awesome and that's a conversation for another episode and that is the future of photography and you know the ever-growing battle of of especially now mirrorless cameras as Canon is really jumping into the mirrorless world with their R5, R6, and R version of their cameras. You have Sony with their A7s and whatnot, full-frame cameras. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, you know, you have your cell phones. Um, and, you know, when you talk about convenience, when you talk about what Phil had just mentioned, like there are times that, hey, I just don't want to carry my full camera bag with me. You know, my lenses yeah. are huge. So... The fact that phones, I would say, for the past five years have, you know, Nokia, for example, really put a lot of effort into this. Um, uh, Sony is, their cameras are f just beautiful on their cell phones. And now Apple is really yep. trying to play catch up. And, you know, they're throwing these pro words to hobbyists and it, it's going to work. And But, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, Apple just knows how to do things right. You know, they just know how to build yep. this stuff so that it just works well and even you know in that same vein look at the google pixel series they've been killing it in yeah. the camera and the simplicity of it this is what's killing me is you look at the samsung's you look at sony are doing a very very good job on theirs like you mentioned you look at the samsung's you look at everybody and the camera bumps are getting bigger and bigger and bigger and you know iphone jumps in starts putting three 
three eyes in this thing. And then you look at the Google Pixel phones in this one or two. I think this year there's two yeah. on the five. Yep. But that's 5G, and yep. that's pretty cheap. Yep. So I'm like, Apple are trying to do it all here. That's the thing, you know. You know, all these cell phone companies, and you know, we've talked about uh, Android and kind of like why Android is all about specs and the difference between Apple and Android. But at the end of the day, they're essentially trying to give you the all-in-one tech choice for your everyday needs. And we're gonna get to a point where, unless you're, you know, a hardcore hobbyist or professional, will you need a mirrorless or DLSR camera. Yeah, that's the that's what I mean when it's becoming a niche market. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's, 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 uh, I have mirrorless cameras. I have the A series for Sony, and I've loved them over the years. I've had them for a long time now. Yeah. And the thing is, is that like I say, the convenience of the cell phone has me taking way more pictures. The only time I'm going to take a lot of pictures is if I'm going to the zoo or something, and I pack my bag. You know. And I go, okay, I'm really going to make an emphasis to get some moments today. Yep. But it's amazing when you're in the stands or at an event or whatever, and you go, oh, here's an opportunity to take a picture of family or look at that night sky. And you're instantly uploading it to Instagram or whatever, right? You're, you're, you're getting that picture out there. And that's the convenience of it. There's no going back to the laptop, like you say, and just doing all that post-processing. Like, that's the thing. Like, you know, if I were to take a beautiful picture, I'm thinking, you know, last weekend I was away up by the French River looking at the autumn foliage and just getting those vibrant colors. Um, that's what I wanted. And, you know, it just took a lot of time. But, you know, here I am. If I had an iPhone 12, boom, you know, click and point, shoot in raw, send it's automatically already on my phone. Photoshop, Lightroom is already on my phone. I can make my edits and then upload straight to social media because we live in a world where social media is king, you know? So all of this yep. kind of just makes sense. So yes, you know, you're right in terms of that niche market. And this is something I for sure want to talk about a little further, especially with our experiences, you know, we kind of both play with cameras uh, from time to time. So I, I know we're on air and we're we're having this chat. I just wanted to know, do you pay for that monthly or yearly subscription to Adobe for all that stuff? Yeah, or? I do. Yeah, I do. So when I signed up two years ago, um, they had this photography plan on sale and I was able to lock into that sale price for a while. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's really expensive. It's about, I want to say... I think I pay, I don't remember if it's 20 or $24 Canadian a month. I get 100 gigabytes of storage, and I get Photoshop, Lightroom, um, Classic, and the new one, and I can put it up on up to five devices. That's pretty good. It's expensive, though, you know. Yeah, no, it, it is. It is I debated whether or not it was worth it because my old app was still working, my Lightroom, because yeah. I downloaded it at a time that they didn't go to this online thing, yeah. so... Whenever I'm playing around with that, it just seemed easy to pop open Lightroom and do it. And it doesn't give me a hassle. But when I looked into it for getting it on the computer, it yeah. wanted to sweet it up. Yeah. I went, wow, that's a dear price. Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's, 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 you know, I justify because I use it a lot. I'm starting to get some side paid gigs photography wise. So 
it is what it is. Hopefully nice. it pays itself. Kind of like this podcast. At some point, I would love it for it to pay itself. But until then, you know, it, it is what it is. It's my hobby. I will keep doing it, and I don't mind paying for it as long as I can afford it. Yep. We're having the funds. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So that is raw images and our rant and raves about that. So Apple iPhone 12, Apple iPhone 12 mini, Apple iPhone 12 Pro, Apple iPhone 12 Pro Max. You already said that you would go to the Apple iPhone 12 when the time comes. Correct? Well, that's where that's where my employer will lean it. <laughs> yeah. I would I would love to go for the the pro or the pro max yeah i now i think this time around so i'm up for a renewal this year and i think that i am going to go with the iphone 12 pro max because go big or go home why the fuck not right Mm -hmm. you know i'm gonna be using this phone for the next few years I used to, when I worked at the the BlackBerry, I literally used to switch phones every couple weeks. So it's actually been fun to keep a phone for, you know, at least a year or two for the past several years. So, you know, but overall. Sorry, I I used to switch my phone like every year. I know. I remember. the past. Yeah, I know because I got some of your extras. Um, For the past two years, I used to google pixel well for the past three years i used a google pixel 2 xl yeah and then i moved last year to the uh samsung note 10 and i don't feel compelled note 10 ultra or plus plus yeah so hard to keep track of all this stuff i know right um i don't feel compelled to switch phones i'm actually feeling that same thing that you're feeling that it's nice to be home <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's exactly it like it's so weird like my phone is like the battery is all wonky but i'm kind of chalking that up to ios 14 14 Um, yep so yeah i'm just gonna be tranquilo but you know it is time for an upgrade and i think i'm just gonna go big or go home so i'm gonna go for the iphone 12 pro max and we'll see how that goes i'm jelly yeah so that is is nice hey it is nice that they're all oled screens Yes. You know, as I was kind of, and because I saw in this the, in the past that, yeah, in the past, the 10, the 10 and the 11 models, the, the entry level iPhones were on LCD. That's exactly what LED. I was going to say is like, you know, as I saw this yesterday, but today with the specs literally in front of me, um, it's good to see that if you're getting the quote unquote cheaper, smaller version, it's not literally cheaper in terms of build quality, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then, and we have the ceramic coating, which is on there by Corning. Um, that's supposed to be baked in at the nano level and whatnot. When, when the, when the glass is actually forged and it's supposed to make it four times more, uh, four times stronger based with a, a faced with a drop. Yeah. So there's a lot of tech that's going on here. I'm curious to know if that's an Apple exclusive with corning or if it's something that will come to market for other phones so uh, it's really curious to see because as we all know apple doesn't necessarily make every component in that phone we kind of talked about it earlier all these oled screens are great business for samsung because they're the creators of them yeah right you know when when you get to panels it's it's going to be lg or or 
Samsung making them. Yeah. Yep. Because they're the only major factories that can do this this kind of custom size for for Apple. So it's it's just hilarious to know that all these companies kind of know what the other one's up to. Yeah, like for the longest <laughs> time, the processor was a Qualcomm processor, which is the same processor that's used in a lot of Android phones. Um, you, you know, their Snapdragon processor. Um, uh, Qualcomm also makes cameras. Like I remember in the last project I worked on at BlackBerry, which was the first Android phone, uh, the camera was a Qualcomm um, component because I was meeting with them for for one reason or another um so yeah so like you know all these companies as much as they fight with each other and hate each other they all build components for each other and even apple who kind of does tend to build a lot of their own components they still rely on other suppliers for some of these components like screens and whatnot yeah and it you know they they engineer the crap out of it and then they have to source the stuff, right? They 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 have to prove a concept that they have to go through their whole process. It is an Apple product. I'm not trying to take away from that at exactly. all. Exactly. I'm just pointing out the fact that, you know, they're all in the same hot tub at that party. <laughs> I love that. I'm gonna start using that more. <laughs> and try to add like some sexual connotation to it, you know, just like oh yeah. yeah. It, 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 yeah, it 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 kind of feels dank and moist. Ew. <laughs> oh, there you have it. That's the iPhone 12 lineup. The final releases and announcements of 2020 as it pertains to Apple and their devices in this COVID world. So, you know, any final thoughts, Phil? I, I think I'd just reiterate uh, on topic here that that good for Apple. They're they're bringing it to the masses, and um, it only I I think competition's good. I, I keep on circling on that theme when we talk, yep. and, and whether it be video games, phones, uh, these home innovations, whatever, competition's good. So good on Apple, and it's going to keep the Android universe hopping too. Exactly. Exactly, because, you know, say what you want, you know, they all see what each other is doing, and say what you want about Apple's specs, you know, they're, they're, they're that way for a reason, as we talked about earlier in an earlier episode, so, you know, you know that all eyes are on every company as they make these announcements, and another thing I wanted to talk about before we go is, yes, I know capitalism, blah, 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 and like I said, you know, all of this is just fun for us, this is a good distraction for us, um, you know, in no shape or form am I telling you to run out and buy these phones. We are just trying to give you the information so that it can help you, hopefully help you, as you go out and make these purchases on your own. But I'm not trying to tell you, hey, you know, this is exactly what you should buy because it's the best, yo. I'm not trying to say that. I'm just trying to give you the information, distract you. I know that we haven't been overly funny as we usually are this episode, um, but... You know, it's just it's it's just it's our way of giving you a service rather than you loading up a web page and reading this bullshit. You can listen to Phil and I talk and muse as we're watching TFC do whatever the fuck TFC is doing right now. And yeah, you know, it, it, that's that's oh. what it is. I always have to check that score when you bring that up. I'm like, what? I know. <laughs> I know. They're just playing yeah. dumb right now. Um, so we, no, so, and you know what? But the focus episodes are always like this. We're always on point. Yeah, we have an agenda. We, we actually do like, research. Oh, come on. I had the hot tub line. Not hug over. 
<laughs> not hungover. <laughs> or dr- still drunk, for that matter. Fuck, Sunday's show was rough. <laughs> Sunday's show was funny. Sunday's show All was right. something. All right, Phil. Feedback. Comments. You got it. As long as it's not calling me many racist words, you can tell people how oh. they can get a hold of us. Ease up on that, people. Ease up on the racist stuff. Um, I just want to tell you, you can find us at www.itscanonpodcast.com. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at It's Canon Podcast. You can email us at show at itscanonpodcast.com, but not if you're an asshole. And you can subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, really anywhere you find this type of app, you're going to find us on it. You can find us on Podbean. Yeah, I'm telling you, we're there. So anyhow, if you like what you hear so far, make sure you smash the the, the subscribe button and be sure like to, to reach out to us, get in contact. If it wasn't for listeners like you, we'd be bums on the side of the road right now. Yeah, pretty much. Watching yeah. soccer and baseball and living life to its fullest. <laughs> um, so there Which you we'll go. go now. Exactly. So we are... I was about to say the Red Patch Boys. Holy shit. <laughs> it's, it's the It's Canon Podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things, everything. We talk about all things geek, including comic books, toys, movies, books, Lego, soccer, baseball, computers, Apple, Android, etc., etc. And Phil, do you know what the best part of it all is? Pretty sure Pickle Rick told me that it's in canon. One day we're going to talk about how much I hate that show. But for now, that's right. It's all in canon. Thank you so much. I'm Boris. He's Phil. Goodbye. Perfect timing. Yeah. I know, right? I'm like looking at it going, hmm. I know. Come in just a bit over an hour. Yeah. All right. Stop it. There's some weird cutting going on.